Hi, welcome back to the Smoshcast. I'm Shane Top, And I'm Amanda Lee Hancanto, and we have a lovely guest with us, Angela Giordana. You just, I just you asked just her, asked her <laughs> how to say her, well, I always say Giordani. Giordani. It also doesn't Giordelli. help that on, on, you don't have your actual last name on like your, your. On my socials? So no, she it. does. It's, she it. has her full name, Giordana. I have my full name, because for some reason, um, Angela Giordana is taken by some lady in Italy. So I have my full name, that my middle sense. name, Angela Giovanni Giordana. I think that's why I get confused. I don't know where the middle name and the last name <laughs> begins and where it starts. Know, I don't know where where it starts, where it ends, what it is. Yeah, it's okay. You could just call me Angela G, I guess. I'll call you Angela Giordani. <laughs> Angela Giratana. Yeah, that's it. Honestly, my dad says Angela. My dad says Giratana, so it doesn't really freaking matter. Gear is that? Does that? It really doesn't matter. Does your matter. dad not know his, his own, own last, last name? name? No, it just doesn't matter. I think if you were really pronouncing it, you said Giratana. Giratana. Say that. So oh you could God. say Giratana or Giratana or Giratana. That's actually better for me. Giratana. Okay, great. Angela Giratana. Okay. Yeah. See, easy. I like Giratana. Okay, then okay, we'll, well, we'll, we'll do that. All right, you just told us it doesn't matter. I and mean, now it I matters. like saying that with my mouth. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I great. don't care what you say. This is actually perfect that we're trying to figure out like which draft to go with because today we're working on having writer's block, mm -hmm. creative block. All of us have experienced it many times. Yeah. And I feel like all three of us are going through it right now. Well, we were talking about this the other week, uh, and that's why I came up with the idea for this episode. Uh, you were talking about how you've been dealing with writer's block this for like this whole year. Yeah, I feel like I've, we've had multiple conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been dealing with it for years. Uh, I really struggle with it. I struggle with motivation in the creative world. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's because partially here at Smosh, we're constantly doing so much that there is a little bit of just like constant burnout. So whenever I get home and I'm like, oh, I want to write something for myself, I just don't have the motivation. And I'm also very much a perfectionist. And that comes in waves where it sometimes gets really bad, where I can't do anything. Then I can, I'm able to let go of it for a little bit, and then I can write and have fun. The thing is, I don't even want to write something or be creative for any sort of productive purposes. I want to do it for fun, but I've had a hard time yeah. capturing yeah. the fun. I think our cups are empty. I feel like we, I feel like to have, personally for me, to like have writers like excitement and creativity, I have to be out in the world just taking it in. I have to like have a, f a week where I'm like introverted and taking it in, filling up my cup and like being like, oh, that's fun. I can never sit down and be like, I mean, I've had to a million times, but I've, I can never sit down and be like, I have to write yeah. this sketch about this really cool character. That's what you said to me before our, our huge writer blo writer's block conversation. Yeah. I remember I had like a show coming up and I was like, oh, I have nothing to, I want to bring something new. And you went, just go on a walk and go go out, go to a mall. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're right. Like, just go outside and mm -hmm. like see things, just do something outside of their normal. Mm -hmm. But then you get really stuck. And then I get it. But it's also the difference, I think here at Smosh, there's like there's like the try not to laugh adrenaline creating, where it's like there's a gun to your head, yep. you create. And I think I get really used to that when working here, which is like, oh, I love to make stuff when somebody's like, do it now, do it now, yeah. do it right now. Yeah. Here's a live show, make it now. And then it lives and dies there. It like, it's it's gone. You don't have to like rehearse it over weeks and perfect it and do multiple drafts. With try not to laugh, you just do it and then it's gone. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lack of, it's scarier when you're putting a lot of thought into something yeah. and you are sitting down and, and you're investing so much more as opposed to, I have to go out there and do this right now and maybe it'll be dumb, but yeah. maybe it'll be funny that it's dumb as opposed to actually working on something for a while. And I know people watching and listening to this, you may not be uh, in the creative space, but I think everyone relates to this in some way or another yeah. where you, you know you love to do something but you hold yourself back from doing a thing you love because yeah. it starts to matter the result of it Matters. or if it how other people view it and you stop getting into that uh, flow state. The joy, uh, the joy of doing it. Right. Like I feel like you lose, you get into like a slump. Exactly, you think about the result and then you lose that like, oh wait, <laughs> I'm writing comedy, sketch. Like this is supposed to be 
fun or whatever you're doing. You're like, oh, I why did I start this? Oh, because I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's right. not even creative. It goes back to just process-oriented stuff. Like even people yeah. at my gym talk about like just the process of like working out and mm -hmm. building mm -hmm. a workout or just anything like that. It's just ups and downs and just figuring out ways for your brain to just find never, it, I mean, your brain gets bored. Yeah. at the same process over and over again. Some people can keep going. Some people can yeah. just do the same thing over and over again. But then Some people are it. so impressive. Uh, Patrick, uh, yeah. who worked here for a long time, our good friend, he writes like I've never seen anyone write before. That, it's, man, it's that man just churns it out, mm -hmm. and he enjoys it, and he loves it. But I think that's what I really notice with people like him is that Although he has found a lot of success and he's truly so talented, he doesn't do it for success. He he does it because he loves it. Yeah, I feel like that man has to just be creating. All he the does time. it to literally process. Like I, like he'll be in the car and he'll say he just he's thinking through something like emotionally and he'll write something. Yeah, exactly. That's it's so... like he's journaling a little bit. But he wrote poetry the other day, right? Like we were <laughs> laughing about it, but he was like just processing an emotion. And I don't. I think he'd be fine with me telling that. Yeah. But yeah, he just he's a actual writer who processes emotion through writing. But I'm so impressed by that. I'm so impressed by people like him yeah. and I'm I'm envious of people being able to get into that state where they're just lost in their work. That's what I want. Yeah. I don't care if people like the stuff I make. I don't care if it does well, if it goes anywhere. I want to enjoy the process and I've struggled with that for my entire life. But I also feel like your work is your like extrovertedness on camera. Like that's also where your work is right now. Yeah. And I feel like in order to enjoy the other part, we have to like take a step away from that. Because remember, you're constantly creating just like it in your head and performing and talking to people. That's like your art. Yeah, I've seen you like give notes on just like, I'm trying to think of something specific, but I've seen you give notes on just like, I don't even know what it is, but you you give notes on like camera, like when we're on camera. And I think you do have a process. It's just different, it's just not writing, but it's on camera like yeah, relational stuff. Yeah. Right, I, th I think having done this for so long and, and when we're just in the zone and going, and yeah, I guess my flow state is when I'm on camera and we're doing mm -hmm. Try Not To Laugh or yeah. what all of our different shows, then I'm just creating on the, on the spot. I mean, even our D&D &D show, we're telling a story together and mm -hmm. that I'm not thinking about that, but I really would like to tap into the other side and be able to mm. sit down and, you know, something, truly a dream of mine someday, it does not have to be published, but I would love to write a book. Yeah, you've talked about that. I oh. would love to write yeah. a book, just even for my own sake, if it was a draft that was like up in the attic that my grandkids someday find like, yeah. oh, grandpa wrote Shade a book? Top? It's dog shit, but, it's, <laughs> but he wrote a book. I, I just think it'd be so fun, uh, but I, I, I hold myself back. It's so it's so tough. And and so... Uh, so exciting. Really, really quick, what, what we are doing today uh, is we were thinking about Angela's writer's block. We were thinking about the, how we're dealing with it too. Uh, literally a few days ago, we text Angela at like 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah, 10 p.m. Both of us. Sorry. Hello, we, Angela. And we literally both go, Angela, you're on the podcast uh, next, next Monday. Write a sketch and we're going to read it. The dumbest sketch. It needs to be bad. Write a bad sketch dog shit sketch. Like the first draft of it. Shane said, if it's not absolute dog shit, I'm quitting Smosh. <laughs> if this is good, I'm leaving. So Shane's gonna quit after this. this it's probably is no, I really absolutely funny. delivered, because I was like, he cannot quit Smosh. I'll write the worst thing I can. And we didn't tell you that we also were gonna write yeah. sketches That's awesome. and bring them in. I ended up writing two, uh, because I wrote one and I, I hated it so much that I'm like, I'm gonna write another. I also hate that one. <laughs> I hate them both. See, that's perfect. But I'm gonna read them. And Amanda. I, yeah, I I did like a different writer's block. I went back to my old work where a weird thing that I would have, I would get writer's block when I would write something that I was like, oh my God, I love this so much. And then I would pitch it to a group and it just bombed so hard. Like, like, like I think my, the director was like, what, what, where did this come from? What made you think that this was a pr like good? And I was like, <laughs> oh. 
And so that <laughs> that causes me writer's block is the doubt and the fear. Yeah. So I wanted to bring something from five years ago that I thought was great. Whoa. But it bombed. And it definitely caused me writer's block because I was like fearful. I was like, the next sketch, I was like, here's a woman ordering something at a burger place or whatever. Like, I was so afraid. Oh, so. that's so scary. Yeah. Have you guys heard the thing that Ira Glass says about the space in between or like the the, diff, the chasm thing? No. There's like a, there's a talk he says, and I think right before we do who, this. Who it, says? Ira Glass. It's like a, it's like oh, a, okay. yeah. Oh. He like talks about this, like the space in between, like your b ability to create and your taste. And it's like you, you, your taste level is like at a certain level and you watch things and your taste builds, but your ability to create is at a different level. Ooh. So like your taste can be so high because like you, you are watching stuff and you have good taste at some point, but your ability to create wow. is not that fast. So you'll make something and you're like, this is absolute dog shit. And they, he says like, like good artists can sit in the difference between having good taste and being like, oh, here, these are my heroes and I, this is their work and my work is not that, but I could sit there and not be uncomfortable and I can just oh. keep going. And my ego isn't bruised. I can write bad shit and I'm just gonna keep going. That's how you get Whoa. through writer's block probably, is and like that, you just keep going. But that's what's so great about this exercise is is like saying, hey, we're gonna write bad shit and, and like kind of not being like it's bad. And just being like, this is bad and we're gonna laugh at it. Right, I and I've that. seen both of you write and do such funny stuff. Um, and these are probably gonna make me laugh, I, I'm certain of it, but I think it's also true that what you see, like the books you see published, the movies that you see out, that's a very, very refined product. That's also multiple people. It's tons of people, and that's everything. Even a book that's one author is mm -hmm. always a team. Mm -hmm. But you're seeing something that's probably been revised a million times. They work on that shit for years. So the first draft is probably beyond worse than you could imagine. I remember hearing about like the, I forget who told me this. You just hear about things like this in this industry, but Apparently, the the initial draft of Goodwill Hunting by Matt Damon and Ben I Affleck. I heard this too. Apparently, it was so bad. Oh, uh, I heard that they had an Easter egg in it. What do you mean? An like Easter they egg? had the um, they uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon wanted to sell it to the right person, and they realized that people weren't actually reading the full script. So they put in an Easter egg. Maybe this is a myth, but this is what I heard that Robin Williams. <laughs> sucks Matt Damon's dick during a therapy session. During a therapy yeah, just session. To see if people not, would read not, it. They didn't want that in there, but they wanted to see if people would read it. So people were like, oh yeah, it was good pass, whatever. And then I think the guy who bought it was like, I love the script. I don't like that Robin Williams sucks Matt Damon's dick. It doesn't make any sense. And they're like, you got it. I take back the myth that I heard that it was bad. That sounds incredible. That's, that's brilliant. So I don't know what the truth is, but that's what I heard. That's so funny. See, I had heard, Maybe I'm and I think I've heard this about. I think I've heard this about other scripts too. About like the initial draft for a for a movie that is incredible. Yeah. That the initial draft was horrible. Yeah. And that they brought in other screenwriters to help punch yeah. it up, and that's a profession in this industry too. Is people script who just doctors, go in, yeah. and yeah. make scripts better. Yeah. See, that's why I feel like. Writer's block is so universal because it's like, I think working, some people thrive working alone, but I think as human beings, like working alone is really hard because it's hard to ignite that. Yeah. Unlike Patrick who like literally processes all his amazing like emotions through writing. But I think for most of us, like starting the engine to work alone is like daunting. Yeah. yeah. Like what? what is that book? Art of War, Art of War of Art? Art, Art, of, of, Art war? of War? No, 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 no. You're talking about that old school. The Art of War is an old school book, but it's, I don't think it has anything to do with writer's block. <laughs> no, 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 the other one. The Art of... The War war of Art. I think it's called oh, War of okay. Art. I think, I think, and I think it's, you're... Yeah. It's called War of Art, and I, I've had... It it's like white small. And, it's white. Yeah, yeah it has white black and writing. And it's all about writing through writer's block. And it's about go in... Open up your laptop or however you write. If you want to write on a, you know, a feather pen, fine. Great. Love it. Go in and just write for like on a timer for like 30 minutes. Close it. Do not read it then. Mm. Go do something else. Go out in the world. Then come back. I like and the artist way, how they have you do morning papers. Yeah. The artist way is also great. Yeah. I just, yeah. 
There's so many things to do, but I think starting it is alone the, is that's why these other scripts have collaborative people jumping in. Yeah. The process is to make you feel like you are stuck and that you are alone. Similar to depression. <laughs> and, and I think that you have to realize that it's a, a, like, just like Patrick, I do know that Patrick has dealt with writer's block yeah. and that people deal with it. And the way to do it is to, like, gather together. That's why, like, I do remember when we talked about you guys also having writer's block, it was the best thing because I was like, oh my gosh, community, we can handle it together. Yeah. yeah human beings have to do things together. Like, that's why I love this. And I'm like, this is good no matter great. what happens when we read this, <laughs> no matter how much dog shit we're about to read, we fucking did it. I feel like we did the hardest thing, which is like sit down and do it. And and to bring it here is is really vulnerable and crazy yeah. too. I I, I want to stress. I wrote these yesterday. Yes. And I, I know. did not reread them. Me either. I Good. wrote them out. I'm like whatever. And that's what I do with anything I write because I that's also my fear of perfection. My perfectionism coming out where I write something and I just don't even want to look at it. I'm like it's bad. I'm I'm gonna yeah essentially throw it away. And I've written a lot of things over the years that I've just never reread. Yeah, I, I bad, totally bad. So how do we like get like you were talking about? How do we get comfortable in that in between? How do you? I think it's doing things like this. Yeah, um. I think also for me though, I have learned, and this is kind of a recent revelation, or it's a revelation that I come back to a lot. Uh, I was reading this book called Radical Acceptance, which mm. is this uh, more psychological take on. Um, Eastern philosophy, like Zen Buddhism and stuff, mm -hmm. but taking on a more psychological view of it. And a lot of it's about how the only way to kind of like move forward in life is to stop. For me, the way I interpret it is like resisting myself. And I have the perfectionism and I'm trying to get over the perfectionism, which makes this war in my head, as opposed to the way that I actually get over my writer's block and just motivation problems in general is to accept who I am without achieving any of those things. Mm -hmm. It's yes. like, oh, I can never write another thing in my life. I could fail at everything. I could amount to nothing, and that's okay. Yeah. I'm accept I have to accept that. that before I can then move on because there's always gonna be that pressure yeah. of I need to do this thing in order to prove something to myself and to others. And that's gonna never allow me to enjoy right. the thing. And I I notice What's interesting is I don't have motivation issues when it comes to working out because I don't think I put that same level of importance. It I've done it for so it's long. It's not your career. I've done it for so long that it's truly just a like thing that I do for myself. Mm. Uh, I've often said that if if there were no people left on the planet or if I was stranded on an island but had supplies, I would still work out every day because it's more of a meditation thing that I yeah. do for myself. It's, it's your process that you've you haven't attached a pass or fail uh, right. result to it. And I feel like if anyone watched Soul, Pixar Soul, <laughs> being <laughs> like our, Pixar. <laughs> okay, Pixar Soul, Britain, no, it's not at all branding this at all. But if that's like our artists, our work is not, is not um, who we are. Right. It's actually like, our joy for life, our hobbies, the things that make us happy. So I feel like if we took off some of the pressure, yeah, that's. Yeah. I feel like that's how you get through writer's block. And I think that's literally like shutting, shutting it down and going out in nature and talking to people and having a conversation yeah. with a person. But you, have to, you have to let it go in order to yes. yeah. embrace it. Yeah. I wrote mine last night too. I wrote it lying down horizontally in bed. How? <laughs> I was just at my laptop and I was just like. Uh, your laptop uh, beneath your literally, chin. Literally. Just. And I was like. <laughs> Have you ever had a FaceTime come in when you're doing that? Yeah. And then you're like, like, oh, the fuck? <laughs> like, sup, girl? <laughs> I love those memes. It reminds me of those uh -huh. memes where it's like when, uh, when Netflix uh, cuts to the black screen, says, are you still watching? And you can see the reflection of yourself in the <laughs> yeah. TV. And you're like, oh, God. It's you jump, awful. You jump scare yourself. You're like, what horror movie is this? But you're just like, <laughs> It's truly a nightmare. That was me last night. And then I scrolled up and I started reading the first line I had already written. And I went, I'm not going to reread it. <laughs> you know what? I'm good. I'm glad. First draft. Let's keep it. <laughs> Mine, I will say, is not first draft. Like, I, what's, I like kind of worked hard on it. And then when it bombed so hard and I got asked, what made you think of, what made you think of this? 
That's intense. Whenever a director goes, what made you think to do this? What What's funny about this to you? You have to go. That's so intense. Oh. That's me. Oh, that happened to me with my sketch team. And I, because I pitched Tomato Doctor. And they were like, what? And See, I was that like, sounds incredible. <laughs> yeah, and then we ended up doing it. But they were like, what's funny to you about this? And that's always a hard question to answer. Tomato <laughs> Doctor. Just put them together. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Let's do it. Do we want to hop into one of these? Let's freaking do Who it. Who wants to go first? I think whoever had the sick idea to do this has to go first. All right, fine. Uh, let's do <laughs> So I wrote two. Let's read the second one I made. Okay. The one and that you hate less. I I actually don't know if I hate it less. <laughs> I have not reread it. Okay. But it's shorter. This is a short one. Okay, this yeah. This is a page long. Okay. Uh, so everyone, I, I put casting at the top. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Um, Let's see. Oh, good. You put casting at the top. Yeah. So, so are you gonna? There's no stage. Are you gonna read stage? I directions? will read stage directions for this. <laughs> uh, so this sketch. I can't wait. I love it. This sketch is called the Mime Family. <laughs> oh, my name's Cynthia. That's my mom's name. Uh, Pretty cool. So Amanda, you are Cynthia Mime. I will be Jeff Mime. Angela, you are Rebecca Mime. <laughs> Okay, I feel like this might actually be good. <laughs> I don't know. My character's name is in all caps. Your guys' character's not all caps. Oh, yeah, like I said, I wrote this out and I did not. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, that's how you spell your name. We we made your name um uppercase. Yeah, on my birth certificate. Uh, all caps. Uh, okay, so uh, imagine this kind of like an intro to a sitcom. Okay. With, the, with the title of it coming on screen. Laugh track. Okay, here we go. Establishing shot of a house, VO. We now return to the Mime family. <laughs> Interior, dining room, evening. The Mime family, Jeff Mime, 40s, Cynthia Mime, 40s, and Rebecca Mime, 17, all dressed fully as mimes with mime makeup, <laughs> sit silently at a dinner table with nothing on it, eating invisible food with invisible utensils and flatware. We sit on this for several long beats as they mime eating pasta, passing the salt, and Jeff Mime pouring Cynthia Mime more wine. Yes. Rebecca sits with her arms crossed. Another beat passes. I signed up for clown college. What? Rebecca. You don't want me to be happy. We want you to find a good mime boy to marry. Oh, and let him cheat on me just like you? Get out. Fine. Rebecca leaves and opens an invisible door and slams it behind her. Jeff and Cynthia go back to eating quietly. I'll go get another bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Look out! Wait, I actually love that. So the that. joke of this is that you think they're going to sit silently the whole time, and then it's just a shouting <laughs> match. Or is that she went to clown college. She's going to fucking <laughs> clown college. And we're like, not going to be a mime. What about mime school? <laughs> <laughs> I love that I'm like, I want you to find a good mime boy to marry. <laughs> you guys would have a lot of communication in that marriage. I am obsessed with the fact that, yeah, they just, they mime physical things, but yeah, they talk, because yeah, they got to talk. talk. Jeff is a good husband. Yeah. I'll go get I wrote it out. I think it had like two pages at one point and then I just deleted a bunch of shit. I think the it would be funniest if it just ends on uh I signed up for clown college. What? And then it just ends. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're yeah. just there. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's that's it. your second draft. That's the second draft that I cut even more. But I also like what? And then Jeff's just going, I'll go get another bottle I'll go of wine. Another bottle of wine. <laughs> and he walks down the stairs, wine. but there's no stairs. <laughs> there's no stairs. He takes the canoe. He's just like But he comes he walks down like fake stairs, but he has a real bottle of wine. <laughs> I also think it'd be funny if <laughs> Yeah. There's something with if if she was like, I'm setting up a boundary for myself. And then at the end, one of them gets up and like walks into it. Yeah, oh, that's funny. Wait, there's so much we could do. Yeah, there's a lot you could do with Let's the Let's pitch this. It's funny to be like, <laughs> mime no, but family it's true. To Netflix. <laughs> it's funny to be like, what is the mime family and what are the rules and what are not? You know, like like it's fun that they talk. Like just to decide to break that rule. I like that they talk. I've never made any mime jokes. Uh, <laughs> I don't think. Oh wait, no, I have. I have done some mime jokes at on like try not to laugh and stuff. But all of it comes back to this one moment in my life that is still one of the most surreal moments ever. And this is like twelve years ago. I walk into a Starbucks, and there's a mime, a full mime, fully decked out, makeup, outfit. And he's pouring some sugar into his coffee at the coffee station. <gasps> and he has a Bluetooth earpiece in. And I, I have thought about that weekly since, where I'm like, you can't use that. You can't use that Bluetooth. You're not allowed to talk on the phone. You're a mime. Holy like, shit. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I got my next shift in like five minutes. I didn't hear like, him talk, but I wanted to. That would have been great. Ah, I think about that all the time. You should find him. A mime talking 
is just funny. I know that's why. <laughs> that's general. what's so funny about this sketch is that they're just talking. <laughs> it might be funnier if they literally we don't do any miming. They just talk, and it's just they're they just, just dressed talk like, like mimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like we're mimes. That doesn't mean we ha- we're miming all the time. <laughs> we're just mimes, okay? I Relax. And they get into a huge fight. And they're just like we're just so bad at communicating because it's like a teenager. Exactly. Uh, well, thank you for reading. I, I, okay. I don't like it. Okay. Off to a great start. So great. Who's next? Uh, I think, okay, let's read yours. Okay. Okay, yeah, because... <sighs> yeah. Let's read mine. Okay. Okay. Mine is called Valet Guy. Oh, no. Okay. And you I, really worked hard on this. I worked really hard on this. <laughs> and Guys, you, uh, when was the last time... So you only reread it? I haven't like, read... I reread it last night. Again, lying down did vertical. Did you like it? I saw what I thought was funny, but then I was like, okay. I was just repeated of like, what is this? Um, I I saw what I thought was funny. Uh, this actually kind of slightly happened to me, but this is way more unhinged. Okay. Uh, sounds, like a gra- sounds like a Groundlings sketch. <laughs> it's such a Groundlings sketch. I pitched it like early on in Groundlings. And I was like, cause it is written, it's not premise based. Well, I guess it could be. It's written straight up from a character that I wanted to play. Okay. Okay, so um, are okay. you valet guy? I'm valet guy. Okay. And um, <laughs> let's see, uh, Shane, you're Janet. Okay. <laughs> and Angela, you're Tracy. Okay, cool. cool names, pretty cool. You guys are friends. All right, so I'll read <laughs> the stage direction. Here we go. All right, valet guy. A middle-aged white woman, Tracy, is ordering an Uber on her phone. The valet guy comes up (laughs) behind her, points to sign. This is valet. You can't park here. Tracy is looking at her phone, digging through her purse. Oh, no, I'm waiting for Carlo in a Honda Fit. It's my Uber. I don't have a car here. Tracy is putting on lipstick in a little mirror while holding phone. (laughs) Oh, I remember you from last week. You love Don Maggio's. You're on a friend date again. Oh, yeah. Hi. Uh, Yes, my friend Janet is closing our tab. I I need to wait for her here. Tracy puts lipstick away in purse, looking back at her phone. Yes, you didn't listen then, and you aren't listening now. (laughs) I am valet. You can't park here. (laughs) No one ever listens to valet. Right. Oh, yeah. You kept saying that. Um, But I don't have a car. Do you mean stand here? Look at the words coming out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) You can't be in the vicinity of valet unless I am valeting your car. I am in control here. Okay, well, let me wait for my friend, and then our Uber will take us away. Friend, Janet, runs out of restaurant. I left a 15% tip because that chicken marsala burned my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Don't know. Tracy rolls her eyes. This valet guy says we can't stand here, so... The sign clearly states, valet only. (laughs) I mean, girls... Do you have a valet vest like me that you wake up to press at sunrise? Or no slip grip shoes that you shine? Do you have a custom made utility belt to help you manage rule breakers like you? No, so don't mock me. Wow, well, once our Uber comes, right, Tracy? It says three minutes. Valet guy points to the sign. The sign clearly states the girls turn their back on him to look for Uber. He realizes they aren't listening. Now I have to be hard on you. (laughs) Valet guy whips out tape measure from his belt and prods the ladies to move out of his lot. You must be 12 inches from the lot. Move, move. Move. Th- this what? is ridiculous. Oh my God. It's not right. This is no, let, let go We're back. Basically, Tracy. in the street. <laughs> Valet guy stops prodding. The girls run back to their spot, both visibly upset. <laughs> Listen, valet guy. We are human beings too. We oh deserve God. respect. We're not moving. Valet guy clips his tape measure back into his belt. 
All you sheep think you can do whatever you want in my lot. I don't come to your fat, boring insurance job and sit at your dirty desk and type all on your Windows 2000 or whatever monitor you use. Oh, my God. How did you know I work for insurance? (laughs) It's obvious. Wrinkly clothes, (laughs) dirty shoes, disrespectful voice. So true. Janet! Sorry. So sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I'm sorry, too. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for leaving. (laughs) Goodbye forever. Oh, my God. Okay, let's go. Yes, let's go. Yay, bye. (laughs) The girls just walk home. Valet guy shines his boots. Blackout. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Where did this come from? (laughs) Valet guy. Did you see a valet guy and have this idea? Do you remember? Yeah, I do remember. I was... You guys are doing exactly what my director no, did to I me. No, I, I actually <laughs> no. see the joke of this. I, I giggled the whole time. This, this was insane. So I, I, <laughs> I, when I was in Groundlings, it was I was sat a lot. I'm dying. Hold on. When I was in Groundlings, I sat a lot in my car to like wait for the next thing. I like. <laughs> Going home was too far away because it was always in West Hollywood. So I was always like parked somewhere, like doing rewrites or trying to sleep. Literally, I was in my car all the time and I was parked in this weird lot with this weird mall that I thought was closed. And I was just like enjoying my time. And this fucking valet guy with a name, a vest was like, you can't park here. Wake up. You can't park here. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm just I'm just chilling. I'm not even like I'll leave soon. He was like. Do you see the sign? You cannot park here. You are in my vicinity. No one listens to me. <laughs> like, he was having no a day. He was having a day. And of course I was so mad at him. And then I was like, that's my sketch. See, you gotta go out in the world. And But this sketch, my director was like, we're not gonna do this. We're not, we're not gonna do this. She was also like, you can't play a dude unless you crush it. And I was like, okay. But I just uh-huh. love this. I pictured this whole guy. He was in like a full vest. He had like a whole utility belt. He measured things. And he was just like, you can't be here. Like he was just so. So yeah. intense. What is funny it. that I think the funniest part about this is what we just laughed at, which is that he, no one listens to him. <laughs> no, again, again, the girls were like, all right, fuck it. We're just going to walk home. But I love the way I used to write girls. It was just like two best friends. Like. <laughs> Putting on lipstick and like looking at her phone and like I tip fifteen percent because it's damn. Janet's first line is incredible. (laughs) That line is so funny because it's such a good like intro. Just like I tip fifteen percent because that chicken marsala was burnt my mouth. (laughs) Burnt my mouth. That was so funny. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then I just got shit on. I like the thank yous at the end. Where they all go yeah, around towards the saying end. thank you. It thank felt you. like you were like, I'm done writing this sketch. Let's oh. just take it. <laughs> the end, literally. Literally. <laughs> thank you, I'm done. Thank you, thank you. I had, well, I originally wanted to write it where he like whips them. And then I was like, I can't do Amanda. that. Amanda. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, Amanda. No, he was never going to whip them. Is but he, it standard in Groundlings to, <laughs> to write stage direction in the manner that you did where you're like, uh, Tracy puts lipstick away in purse. Looking yeah. back at her phone. Uh, Guys, Tracy is putting on lipstick. This was early on in my Groundlings career. So probably not. But you do write, you do write like, stage. You do write stage. But you write right. looking back at her phone. Like you, Tracy you, puts you were, you were writing like purse. I was basically directing the sketch as writing it. But you're writing it like you know a robot. Why, you know why I wrote it like a robot? Is because uh, when you pitch, you perform it cold read. Oh, so you're kind of you're so I'm literally really be like, like I'm no, literally like nothing. Angela. Sh- okay, Angela, you know you're Janet, uh, Shane, you're Tracy. So that they have never read this sketch before. They can read. Oh, I put the lipstick in my purse. Okay, whatever. Okay, I got. But it. I also yeah. don't know why I wrote it so robotic. It's Holding very phone. bare bones. Like Valley guy whips out tape measurer from it's, his belt. It's it's so that they can see without reading it before. Got it. But again, guys, this is not the right way. This is okay, not the right though, way. Still though, I'll say both of you still had a nugget of something that you found funny before you wrote it. Not leading <laughs> me in a good place before we read mine no, because I literally started with an empty page and just started typing. That's, good. That's good. There is no judgment on first drafts. There can be judgment on multiple drafts that I thought was good enough to pitch. Yeah, Dinah know what the edits you made on this were. <laughs> um, 
don't know. <laughs> Do not know. I think there's. I think this character's great. Like a a guy who takes his job so seriously, and he's so upset that people aren't taking it seriously. Yeah, yeah. All right, listen, when he's just best. being Small weird. Cop. Like I think this character could keep coming back. Like a him as a window cleaner, or him yeah. as nobody as respects just, my job. Yeah. You guys yes. you guys can't be here. I'm cleaning this window. It's like we're holding a meeting. It's like no one listens to me. But it, and his honestly his justification is really true. He's like, "I don't go to your desk." <laughs> yeah. That really like, got me. I was like, "You're right." Yeah. Really well, don't. that's what I felt like when this guy was like trying to kick me out. He's like, "Nobody listens to me. The sign is right there." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh god, I caught him on a day." Yeah. It's like the last day. Cool. Well, that's valet guy. Maybe I'll bring him back and I try not to laugh. And you guys, only you guys will laugh that at it. That would be really that funny. That would be so funny. If you do valet guy. And then you're going to say the chicken masala line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only said 50% because it's chicken masala. Burn, Burn my, my mouth. mouth. <laughs> it's so funny. Great. I saw you on a friend date here before. Yeah. What was that? I was like, Don Maggio's. Don Maggio's. Why? That's a made up place. Why was the history of us going on a friend date before you don't listen? Yeah, also it's like, why was I upset that they went on a friend date? I know, why did they go multiple times and you thought it was such a thing? I know, I was like, friend date again. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I literally, I'm so glad I didn't read reread this over because I probably would have wanted to edit it, but I didn't. No, I'm I'm so glad. I think it's I think it's great. <laughs> great. Oh God. I'm, okay. Do okay. we want to do? Okay. Do we want to do my second one and then close off? Your, do you want yours to be the finale? I, no, no. I think yours should be the finale. <laughs> the whole I don't know. Thing. I feel like she's itching to go. No, 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 no. I'm I'm just saying I I feel bad making mine the finale because it's going to be really bad. You're our guest. If you really want to read yours next, we can. We could read my other one, which is like four pages long. And Mine is, weird. let's see, mine's four pages too. So, yeah, whatever you feel. Whatever I feel. Yeah. Amanda, with, what do you think? Go with your gut. Why is it, why is it, why do I? I feel like we should read Angela's. Okay, let's read Angela's. I'm, oh, God. I'm kind of dying to read it. You... And then I feel like we should close off with your sketch that you hate. So, <laughs> when was the last time you wrote a sketch? Um... A long time ago. Really? Yeah. Like, like long it's time. Been, no, I mean, I wrote a sketch. Like recently, I wrote a sketch. Like, it's been a while since I've typed out a sketch. That's what I'll I say. I love it. You're getting some ASMR. Of yeah, we're us we're ripping it up. Ripping. This is long. Oh, I love when Angela just writes. <laughs> All right, I cannot wait for this. Please um, read the title for yeah, us. I'm gonna read the, oh, it's actually five pages. So if you wanna do yours, no, leave the no, long. Okay, we're good. doing this now. The no. title is called Angela's Dog Shit, Dog Shit Sketch, but the real title of this sketch is called Ham Cake. <laughs> Can I? <laughs> <laughs> and you started writing this without thinking. Ham Cake. Ham oh my Cake. God. I'll tell you the process when you've when you see the, the ham. I can't wait to hear the process of this. So how long did you sit in front of your computer before you started writing? Um, if we're lucky, I want to say 26 minutes is what I wrote. How long this took. How long it took to write it. Um, yeah, the process, I, it was on my to-do list all day yesterday. <laughs> yeah, push to the last minute, I, me I, too. I like, it was like, I start. I sat down at my kitchen table at 8 p.m. and then I was like, I'm not gonna do this. Went to bed. <laughs> oh my started, god! No, like started like just like I went to my bed and started just like I was just like laying down. You know, like when you bring your laptop to bed because you're like, I'll do I'll work, work in bed. Never. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, no. No. And then I finally started, like I was just like watching clips and just like scrolling on my laptop. I was on Reddit for a bit. It was. Sure. It took a long. Procrastination time. is part of the writer's block. Yeah, but then I once I opened the the document, I just started typing. I love it. I intended to write these things early yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna eat the frog and, and get the thing out of the way. But I do the thing where I'm like, well, I should go to the gym first. Yeah. Knock exactly. that out. Then I come back and I'm like, well, I need to make coffee and I need to oh I you know, I need I should clean the kitchen a little bit. And I, I procrastinate by being productive. Yes. Me too. In all the other ways yes. except the thing that I need oh, to do. Oh, I mopped yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mopped. Yeah. I, I completely, that's what we do. Like, we just do everything. We're like, well, the house needs to be cleaned right now. I need to water my plants. Yeah. I mopped the closet. 
What? Like we have we have like a, a carpet, relatively large carpeted closet. closet. No, no, it's like a it's like it's not carpeted <laughs> and it's relatively large and there's a litter box in there and I mopped it. <laughs> See, this is why. When I was think, the last time you mopped? Yeah, uh, I haven't mopped in a year. <laughs> Oh my God. Now. I usually Swiffer, <laughs> but I mopped yesterday. Because <laughs> you needed to write, so you This mopped. is why I think us writing this is like, hell fucking yeah, we did it. Yeah. yeah. Got you it. know it's what I great, mean? Great. Uh, okay. Let's do it. With further right, ado, ham cake. Okay, let me cast ham this. Um, ham, sorry, did you say ham cake or ham kink? Ham cake. Ham cake. Ham kink is first. Smoshcast <laughs> after hours. <laughs> yeah, that's after hour podcast. Ham cake. Okay, I think I'm going to do... Um, I think I'm gonna do. Ooh, it's outside. Um, yes. Ooh, okay, I think exterior. I'm gonna do. Uh, Amanda, I think I'm gonna have you be Cecily, Mom Three. I'm Cecily slash Mom yes, Three. Yes. Love it. And I think I'm gonna make Shane Mom Two. Okay. And okay. Your mom one. And I will be Mom One. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Oh my God. Okay. okay. Exterior park. Two moms sit at the park, both with strollers in front of them. Well, after Benji goes to bed, we usually watch an episode of Yellowstone or play Wordle together. Oh, that's fun. Yellowstone is me and Ron's favorite show, but we've never seen it. Oh, wait, what do you mean? Mom 3 walks into the park pulling the stroller of her own. I pull, I'm going to pull the stroller. Oh, no, it's Cecily, the weird mom. No, but what, what did you mean you don't watch Yellowstone, but it's your favorite show? <laughs> Hi, ladies. Uh, which one am I? Your mom too, oh, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Hi, Cecily. Hi. I don't think we've met. I'm I'm Maeve. Maeve just moved to town. Oh my goodness! Welcome to Rockester. <laughs> <laughs> I must bake you my I must bake you my welcome ham cake. Ham cake? Yes, I make ham flavored cake. Ham cake? Cake with the flavoring of ham. Ham. <laughs> Cake. A dessert that's cake but ham. <laughs> See, I told you, she's weird. Anyway, what weather we are having today. <laughs> I told my husband I had to take the little kiddo for a walk to the park. It's too beautiful out. I know, not a cloud in the sky. Except that one teeny tiny one over there by my house. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh how silly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shoot, my sister! Oh, her yeah. iPad starts ringing in her purse. Oh shoot, my sister is FaceTiming me on my iPad. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it feels way too real for me. Ex- Excuse me for one second, ladies. Cecily takes out a container of packaged sliced honey baked ham and uses it like an iPad. <laughs> to my sister on FaceTime, sis, I gotta call you back. I took a walk to the park. Can I call you when I'm home? Hey, wait, sis, I gotta call you back. I took a walk to the park. Can I call you when I'm back ham? I mean home. <laughs> that isn't an iPad. I told you, she's weird. All right, love you. Hangs up the ham, but it's an iPad. Back to the ladies. Sorry, girls, how rude of me. Oh, no, not not rude. If, if anything, I'm just a little confused. How, how did you make a phone call on a... Have you got- been having sex with your husbands lately? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Me either. What about you, Maeve? Um, well, Darren and I have sex about once every two weeks. <laughs> Cecily starts crying. <laughs> oh, no, Cecily. I'm so sorry to get emotional, ladies. <laughs> Ray and I haven't made love in so long. I'm so worried. Cecily grabs a slice of ham from her bag and wipes her tears. Oh, no. Do you, do you need a tissue? Uh, I already have one. No, that's a piece of ham. What? That's a piece of ham. A what? A piece of ham. Cecily finishes wiping her tears and shoves the ham in her mouth. Ah. Oh my God. I really can't get a divorce. It's my worst nightmare. (laughs) Oh, honey, it's okay. You won't. Sometimes I think little Junior can hear us fighting, even though he's only two. Junior, I'm going to stop this for a second and tell you, you told me to write a dog shit sketch or you would quit Smosh. I'm going to keep going. This is the best Junior, sketch I've ever Junior read. Junior, Cecily's baby starts crying in the stroller. Wait, where are you? Where oh, are yeah, you? you're right here. Oh, <laughs> page four. Oh. Junior, Cecily's baby starts crying in her stroller. Oh, Junior, it's okay. It's okay. Mommy's here. To the ladies. 
He cries when he hears me cry. Cecily picks up a block of ham from the stroller and rocks it like a baby. Who's <laughs> <laughs> mom too? Oh, sorry. It's going to be okay, Cecily. Maybe go bring him to the pond over to the other side of the park. It'll soothe both of you. <laughs> That's a good idea. Ladies, this has been so healing. <laughs> it's so nice to meet you, Maeve. I'll see you around. Cecily, holding the block of ham, rolls her stroller away from the ladies. Both ladies walk away. Uh, both ladies watch her walk away. Beat. I told you she's. Yeah, no, you, you told me she's weird. You, you didn't tell me she's. Oh, yeah. I also forgot to tell you she's ham. <laughs> they both sit in silence for a while. A long beat then. Wait. How can Yellowstone be you and your husband's favorite show, but you've never seen it before? Oh, my God. <laughs> no blackout. Wait. I have to quit Smosh. That was really funny. I actually oh, think we need to perform this live. Perform no, this. this is the worst thing I've literally ever written in my <laughs> life. This is the this best is so sketch funny. I've ever read. No, Do you know so what funny. I really wanted you to say? She's a ham. She's That's a what ham. I thought I wrote. Oh, oh, she's I, ham. I meant to write she's you, a ham. You meant to write she's a ham. She's ham. This sketch is brilliant. It doesn't make any sense because is, is the joke. It doesn't make what if, any sense. What if she's sense. ham and you look back and there's just a ham on the grass <laughs> next to the stroller and you're like, wait, I'm crazy. <laughs> and then it's like, did we finish, like, did we fucking finish those brownies that we took? <laughs> Nothing makes oh, sense. Wow. <laughs> Nothing makes sense because first the game is like the ham cake, but then the game is props with just ham stuff. But then the game, it, like, it doesn't make anything. I love that Junior's crying and then I pick it up and it's just ham. <laughs> yeah, you can hear the baby cry and then, but she pulls it up and it's ham. Like, everyone's insane. And then I say, I'll call you when I get ham. I mean home. So I know what the fuck the is fucking- going and also, I just love when lines are so insane where it's like, anyways, have you guys been having sex with your husband? And That's it just goes favorite. so intense. I also love that my husband's name is Ray. God. <laughs> Cecily and Ray? Oh, God. That's always my problem with Sketch 2 is when I rest the game or when I try to do the usual thing to make the unusual thing weirder. It, I, it, like... I, the time I tried to make it normal is when they talked about clouds <laughs> or having sex with their husbands. And they're like, the teeny cloud over there. It's over my house. <laughs> Wait, can you give us like a like a 10 second synopsis of what the game is for anyone who doesn't know? Oh yeah, I kept saying that. Um, I think I learned sketch in a different way that you did. I learned it at UCB where they were like, follow the funny thing and it should be one thing. And I think since, yeah, and they called that the game where it was like, oh, which is hard to actually identify here because a sketch writer would, a sketch anybody would be like, there's not one game here because it's all over the place, which yeah. is why I think my, which is probably why I had bad writer's block too, because my understanding of what sketch is in the last like five years has exploded because mm-hmm. like there's shows like I think you should leave and all these different things where yeah. it's like, where it's like there's multiple weird things happening. Yeah. But at uh, UCB, they always said there should be one thing, weird thing happening. That and then, keeps happening. Yeah. And then it gets weirder and weirder and weirder. Yeah. Um, which is actually good for people like me where I'm a little chaotic, where I, I like a lot of multiple. It's, yeah. You like structure. Well, I no, I, if I'm naturally I mean, going to. need structure. Yeah. I need structure. But um, I get lately I've been seeing a lot of comedy where it's just balls to the walls and I think what yeah. the, but I think it's also <laughs> and I'm I, I know we love it but I'm sure a lot of people watching haven't seen it but there's a sketch show called I think you should leave on Netflix and uh, it's Tim Robinson and it's the funniest sketches <laughs> like ever but I, he does do like he sets up like a joke that's happening in the sketch but often what happens is halfway through the sketch the joke just Changes. Yeah. changes. It just becomes a completely new sketch halfway through. All the voices of reason in the sketch suddenly become the silly people, and the silly pe- yeah. people become the voice of reason. And I think that's fun because it's just a fun turn. Yeah. There's rules that are established in things, but the point is to eventually break, break them the rule, in yeah. the right way. And surprise. Yeah. I feel like the best part about sketch that I love is surprise. And something is grounded in reality. Yeah. yeah, everything can be nuts. Like Mom One and Mom Two are grounded in reality, but something has to be like the character or whatever. But I also think breaking the rules is fine as long as there's something 
that's grounded in reality. Right. Yeah, but they tell you, they give you that structure for people who are actually a little, like, for, like, what you were talking about before, where it's like there's, there's sometimes there's people that are, anyway, I don't know. No, what? Oh, it's okay. No, I don't know. Uh, no, people that are chaotic, that need or, structure. Yeah, yeah. Or just I'm like, that way, too. I, my, my brain will just go all over the place. Yeah. But then what I, what ends up happening is I I stick too hard to the rules and I don't allow it to go all over the place. Me too, and that's why. And I then think, it's kind of boring and it kind of yes. Mm, and I, I I filter myself too much, but that's why it was so fun to write a bad sketch is I just get to go nuts. Dude, this I, is I, so I actually fucking love this. I really <laughs> want to do this. We 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 should do it live. <laughs> this is wild. And it would fall so flat because it wouldn't make any fucking sense. But I love that the two moms, you're like, oh, she's a little weird. I'm beyond <laughs> weird. You could also just film this and put it on TikTok or something. Let's or... fucking do it. No, and it would literally get negative views. No, I think it would do great. Also, where am I from? Rockester? I know, I made that up. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to look back and see what that is. Rockester. <laughs> but I love that. That's what I love so much is because they're actually like, are you guys having sex with your husbands? That's the thing that's grounded in reality to me. <laughs> but it's still so intense. Also, the Yellowstone is very real to me because there, I feel like there's so many people like, love that show. Have you seen an episode? No, I have not. <laughs> no, I've not watched it. <laughs> Good I, people I in it. I love that. I love that that's still what bothers her the most out of everything. Okay. All right. So. Um, Last sketch of the pod. I feel like my sketch, this is the one I wrote first. It's a general idea that I've had for years that I've wanted to do. Ooh. I don't love the execution of this. I don't think it's that funny. But uh, I want you guys to really go all out with your performances on this. Oh. I, I, I tried to hinge, done and done. I tried to hinge it upon uh, that. So it's called Escape Room. Oh my God. And oh, uh, okay. I, I, I think I wrote a different iteration of this years ago and I deleted it because I hated it. Um, but you'll see. I, I love how big the font is. Thank you. Yeah, it's gigantic. For us old, old. Yes, for us old <laughs> you know, girls. You know when you look over at women on or older guys on the plane and you look at them texting and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> the only thing on their screen is the and. <laughs> and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> my grandma's phone is like that. It's huge. And it must take them like an hour to read like, I'm going to the store today. <laughs> the and and. What do you think he's trying to say? I don't know. It says I <laughs> on my Entire and then phone. if there's emoji, he's fucked. Like yeah. the whole phone is just. Oh, if he gets one of those, uh, one of those pop paste. Yeah, like, yeah, where it's yeah. Just a bunch of emojis. Just that'll oh. take you two days. Two days. <laughs> okay, okay. So this is called Escape Room. I can't. Worry. I will be Steve. Uh, I am the Escape Room worker. Uh, Can I just say how giddy I get when I get a sketch? And I just read it for the first time. I fucking love it. It's oh, very yeah, fun, it's, it's, especially when you haven't. It's like what's about to Giddy. happen. Giddy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Amanda, you're going to be Rachel. Yep. Angela, you're going to be Nancy. Uh, okay. Here we go. Okay. Interior escape room day. Steve, uh, an escape room worker wearing a polo and khakis, leads Rachel and Nancy into a room that's designed like an old Alcatraz jail hall. <laughs> Welcome, criminals, to Alcatraz <laughs> Island. <laughs> where the two of you have been serving your life sentence here for several years now. But tonight is your chance to escape. The guards are out for the next hour, and there are clues and puzzles hidden about to free you to the outside. Understood? Totally. This is so awesome. <laughs> okay, I'll be locking you both into your cell here. The clock will begin as soon as I leave the room, and if you need a hint, just call out for one. Steve locks them behind the bars. You got Sounds it. Sounds good. So excited. Steve exits and shuts the door. Uh, Rachel immediately slides against the wall and sits on the ground, her face suddenly very serious. Nancy slumps her arms around the bars. The two begin speaking with Brooklyn accents. Five fucking years I've been locked up on this island, all because I, I get set up by the fucking Bobby Bonino. <laughs> oh, oh, would you shut would you shut up already about Bobby Bombonino? He's either dead or or halfway across the world with a different name, and you ain't never gonna know because we ain't never gonna get out of here. 
Steve's voice is heard through a speaker in the corner of the room. Uh, remember, the clock has started. Bob is getting remarried. Still Irish ring. Raising my son. Hey, sounds like maybe he'll have a chance then. What do you say? Rachel launches up and gets in Nancy's face. You heard me, you schmuck. You better shut your mouth. You better shut your mouth or the gods are going to find your cold, dead body in here tomorrow morning. Do you do you guys need a hint? <laughs> You check under the mattresses. Yeah, you goddamn right. And I enjoyed it. The two back off from each other, but the tension remains. I belong here. <laughs> I'm gonna spend the rest of my life here, just like you. Not if you look behind the poster <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Nancy pulls out a cigarette and a match and lights it and takes a drag. Steve barges in. Nancy puts the cigarette out and hides it. Hey, you, you can't smoke in here. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, nobody was doing nothing. I could literally see you doing it. Your gods, you gods are no different than us. What is going on? I'm going to fucking kill you when I get the chance. What? You fucking hurt us. Okay, that's it. Both of you get out. Steve unlocks the cell door and pushes them out of the room. Exterior street continuous. Rachel and Nancy quickly shuffle out of the building. They look at one another and smile. We did it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> they begin walking down the road as don't you forget about me, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, did you want us to read it like mobsters at the end? Uh, no, I think at the end it's, it's, I think I think at the end it's like it's more of a heart. Normal. It's a heartfelt moment where you both Are like. Are still Brooklyn? You're no longer Brooklyn, but it's like the end of Con Air where, or like a, a escape movie where you both like look out at the sunrise and you're like. We did okay, it. Let's we did it. Okay, let's do it. We did it. Yeah, we did. Okay, I'm literally going to force you to film this with us. Honestly, this is so fucking good. This is so... I also like my Brooklyn accent. I was like, I'm so Boston right now. I was going in <laughs> and out. That's okay. I just wanted it to be like Brooklyn. old school mobster. This is I a, love it. This is so fucking <laughs> funny. Because I just kept picturing you, Shane, being like... You guys need it. <laughs> it's like, I murdered your family and I enjoyed it. <laughs> or you guys could look underneath the poster. You could look under the mattresses. Wait, Shane, this is so this good. This is so fucking Thank good. You. I think that's how we have to write sketch now. It's just you fucking do it. write dog shit. Wait, this is I know. This great. is like, and this is so fucking funny. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you... Uh, what about under the mattress? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! You, you guys can't smoke in here. I'm gonna fucking kill you <laughs> and your family. <laughs> I'm obsessed with this sketch. I love it so much. And then they get out and they're like, "We did it! Yeah, we did <laughs> it! It's great! So much fun!" Yeah. And then at the end, that song plays, but we just zoom in on you, and you're like, <laughs> "You're like, holy shit! I love it! Holy crap! They got out!" It's like the ghost of because wasn't uh, what's his name here? Uh, the famous monster. Al Capone? Yeah, Al Capone was yeah. here. Al, it was, I, I've been on a tour there. You oh, have? I love yeah. Alcatraz. <laughs> no, I really do. I Wait, think did it's you fascinating. Did you yes, go on I've a been. tour? Yeah. I have not, and I would love it's to. It's pretty intense. We should do it as a girls' trip. <laughs> oh, God, should we? We just get in there, we're like, pass me the cigarette, Bobby Benvenuto. <laughs> Bobby Banana. <laughs> I think it's Bobby Banano. Yeah. yeah. Also, what I love I Raisin. My son is spelled as Raisin. Like Where? the raisin. Raisin. Well, it's like you're like raisin my son. Like yeah. <laughs> that's the point. It's like I was trying to do right. Raisin my Bobby son. It's like tomorrow. Raisin. Oh, Some God. Irishman. Raisin my son. Schmuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that God. was what was tough is I was like, I don't know if this this Wait, terminology is accurate. I know. I feel like we should do like a special where we do this like once every like four episodes because this is so fun. This is a big table read. And then you pick like one every like, and then we do them. And then we film it. Because these are, this is so good. I also feel like I would pitch like that you see us talk a little bit more before. And we're like, yay, so what are the rules? Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. So then once it starts, you're like, 
And you're just annoyed with like another friend group like asking you you're questions like, that you're gonna have to help. I had a, I, I was trying to think at the beginning of like you both walking in and being like, wow, I've never done an escape room before. Yeah. This is gonna be so, so cool. fun. And she's the bride. Yeah, yeah. I'm the bride. <laughs> she's the I'm bride. I'm getting married. I wanted to do something like crazy. And you're like, yeah. uh huh, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, you hate us. And then we get so deep into character. <laughs> I will fucking kill your fucking family. I, the, the only line that I felt good about was, I'm gonna kill you when I get the chance. <laughs> That's very, I think you should leave inspired because I feel like in every single one of his sketches, it culminates into him threatening to kill someone. It's, it's always really funny. This makes me actually, this this makes me so excited. Like I now, with this like freedom, I'm like, oh my God, I want to write more. I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it is motivating. And it's I fun. did not think this would end this way. I thought we would just laugh at it. You knocked out your earring. I did again. again. Anyway, I just, I did not think this would end this way. I thought we would just uh, make fun of bad sketches. Nope. I, We're gonna film it all. We, I need to see Valet Guy at least on Try Not to Laugh. Yeah. Yes. I, I genuinely really want to see Ham Cake. <laughs> we have I, to. I, with no more edits done to it. The, yeah. I, ham Cake as it is. Rockister. Rockister. That tiny cloud, tiny tiny cloud over my house. I also think, uh, in my mind, if we filmed it. I think it's done very dramatically. Oh, yeah. Oh. I think, like, it's very intense. Yeah. Play it really seriously. It's like, an anyway, HBO are you guys drama. having sex with your husbands? <laughs> it's such an HBO drama. Like, you're like, I don't know what's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> she's such a ham. We need, to, we need to reach out to Edie Falco, see if he's willing to, <laughs> she's willing to be sexy. And then it's yes. a two day rate because we'll do escape room after. <laughs> we have to go to Alcatraz to do this. Can we film a cute little film in Alcatraz? Can we do that? What a beautiful exercise. Thank you guys for this. this Honestly, is so much fun. I think we have to do it again because. This was. I would love to do this more. Yeah. Yeah, this is really uh, fun. We got to have you back, Angela, so we can do it again. Let so us know fun. if you want to see this again, because uh, we can always write dog shit. <laughs> always. Yeah. Uh, dog shit um, ham cake. Angela, this was this was so much fun. Thank so you so much. Great for work. Me. Great Thanks. work. Uh, love you. Love you. For those watching on YouTube, uh, comment ham cake down below. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some love for ham cake. Uh, and uh, this has been the Smoshcast. So Smosh cast. we will see you. Next Monday. Yep. Um, but uh, Angela, we have one question for you. Uh, Amanda, take it away. <laughs> uh, uh, sausage or spaghetti? <laughs> spaghetti till the day it, I die. Incorrect. incorrect. All right. <laughs> goodbye. All right, bye. <laughs>